0: This is Living from the Bottom to the Top, a podcast that follows my journey, a 56-year-old single white woman, as I go from being houseless to owning my own mortgage-free house on my own property. Each episode is unedited, and what you hear is unscripted, for the most part, and sometimes can be very emotional and ranty. I hope you follow along. So to kind of start this off, this is kind of a compilation of a couple weeks of notes and such things. So it might be a little bit long. And with that said, the last couple of weeks have been really, really overwhelming. And it kind of gave myself a shock. I went back and started redoing the exercises in the book, The Wishcraft, again. And one of the questions, the last couple of times I've done it, I've just not really had any kind of response. But this time, there was a huge response. And I don't know if it was just, I... Let down some guards or just it hit different. I don't know. But the one question asked is, who do you think you are? And not, you know, oh, I'm this person. I'm that person. And as I'm writing down the answer, the amount of emotional things that came up was just, wow. And it was on paper, so I couldn't ignore it. Um, and this is what I wrote. I feel like a nobody. Unheard. Looked down on. I'm homeless. Loveless. I'm alone. I'm not noteworthy. And not worth anyone's time. I'm old. I'm used. I'm empty. I'm a ghost of a person. I'm depressed and suicidal. But I'd never follow that line of thought, for I know the pain it causes those left behind. I'm beyond poor. Now, like I said, I wrote all that down basically, like she said, you just write, and what comes up is the truth. Basically. And I can't say that I'm shocked with the answers. I'd been feeling like that for years, but to actually see it in writing kinda gave me a kick in the ass to one, stop being a doormat and to start growing around some obstacles like the determined plant that has a rock on top of them or is growing through the crack in the sidewalk. And it kind of made me have to be honest about myself, about me and what I really want. And right now, the big thing, if you're on Twitter or Facebook, you've seen me every single day pushing to save my storage unit in Pennsylvania. And as of this recording, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. I mean, I have a glimmer of hope, but it is so small that it's like getting a glimpse of pyrite in the sun. If you look at pyrite just right, it shines. But you move a different way and you lose it. It's gone. So that's where I'm at. I'm, I've got a pyrite glimmer going on. And... That's thanks to some friends that have really put it out there, and trying their best to help me get to goal. And if I manage to save the storage unit and and get it saved till summer, when I somehow will be able to get back to Pennsylvania. And I can focus on the next couple of issues I need to achieve before April. But I need to circle back to the fact of me being suicidal. I've been suicidal for years. Well before my child was born. Um, before my first marriage. I mean, I've made an attempt and Basically, I wasn't even really offered therapy, um, because they're like, it wasn't a real attempt. And I'm like, okay, I don't know how that's neither here nor there. But that's just the way things were for me. But. I was, I was supposed to go to, you know, they're like, you need to go and do this and this. So I went to a counselor outpatient for the recommended amount of time. And the counselor broke my trust. So I really didn't talk to them. So they're like, there's nothing more I can do for you. And as soon as that was taken care of, I was grounded. Yeah. How about that? Oh, there must be something wrong with you to the counselor's face. Oh, there must be something wrong. We don't know what it is. And counselor says there's nothing I can do, you know. I'm I'm cutting services. Okay. See, you're you were trying to get attention, you're grounded, and here's some more chores because Yeah. You learn real quick. That your feelings don't matter. And the more I think about it. The more I realize just how toxic my entire family was. My mother was an alcoholic. And when she was drinking. She was abusive. My dad wasn't around. And he's from the silent generation. So he's unemotionally available. Or was. I was the parent to my brothers, so they have no respect for me either, because I'm not their real mom. And then my baby brother, who is deaf, got everything handed to him on a silver platter. So, there's that. And recently, I was on TikTok, just scrolling because depression, and across a psychiatrist which pop up on my page frequently for different reasons and it really put my thoughts suicidal thoughts in a different perspective and namely that while yes i'm suicidal of which i'm not actively leaving looking to leave the world he he named it a certain way he called it being passive suicidal Meaning that if something was to happen, that would end my life, I really wouldn't be upset. And I don't fear death, which I don't. And it's a very fair assessment. Meh, you know. Oh, we're in a traffic accident and there's no way I can get out of it. Okay. I lived my life. That's pretty much where I'm at. Doesn't mean that I'm actively looking to end my life. Because I'm not. But I've also realized. That while there's a knot at the end of the rope. It wouldn't take much. To undo it. But the exercise. The exercise also showed me just how much more shadow work I have to do towards actually loving myself, which is a huge amount. But it also gives me a way to look for the right tools for me to use, including the exercise I hate the most, which is the mirror exercise. Um... I mean, they say when you hit bottom, there's only up, except there really isn't a bottom to the ab- the abyss that is our lives. And the best we can do is tie that knot at the bottom of the rope and hang on for dear life. And a couple weeks ago, that was the size of a thimble. And as of this recording it might be the size of a shot glass. Maybe a little bit bigger but not much. I don't have any knots to climb back up the rope. You no, know, yeah, it's just enough to have footing and Each time I can make that knot a little bit bigger, it's an improvement. But it also showed me that until I get through some of the shadow work, I really can't move forward. Because I really don't know exactly what I want. I mean, yeah, my end goal, I know exactly what that is. I want a mortgage free property of my own with a house. But as somebody asked me, where do I want to live? I don't know. I mean, beyond the fact that I want it west of the Mississippi and not in Tornado Alley, I don't want to be cold all the time. You know. That kind of thing. Not sure I want to stay in California. But for the moment, that's where I have found a piece of property I sort of like. It has an address, which is like one of the major requirements. It does have a foundation for a house, of a house. Although, I probably would put up an Amazon house. There's just so many things I need to get down to the nitty-gritty of. But my focus right now is my storage unit in Pennsylvania. And the more I think about it, the more it hurts. Because I've already lost everything that I had while growing up. Because my stuff didn't matter. So once I moved out. And didn't take all of it. Um, it ended up in the landfill. Now my brother's stuff. Of course they. You know that got saved. Then I got divorced. And. The stuff that I didn't take back to my parents house. I have no idea where it went. That was 14 years of stuff. And then again, another 14 years. And that's packed in, it's either a 10 by 10 or a 10 by 20. I think it's a 10 by 10. And some of that stuff isn't even, it was stuff that I was trying to, you know, make money to survive. Because, you know, I went to auctions and and bought stuff and and took it to flea markets and, and did that kind of thing. So there's some of that stuff there, and of course it's all dishes which don't sell. But there's 14 years of my life in that unit, books that are signed by an author that is long gone. I think one of them might be in a storage unit in Kentucky. Um, I know all my Renaissance garb is in in the. in kentucky but there's clothing there's my mom's cookbooks all the photos that my dad decided i needed all of when he was um i don't know cleaning up the house that i grew up in when he was when that woman was dating him and living on the property before they got married Um, my great aunt's paint box and some paints and my artistry and fabric and, you know, all the, I mean, yeah, some of that's replaceable. What's not replaceable are drawings that were done for me, mementos of my past ferrets, avoid, you know, things that showed it, that I existed, that I, you know, yeah. Needless to say, I keep fluctuating back and forth between wanting to save my unit, and as C puts it, starting fresh again. I don't know that I can. I don't know that I can start fresh again. Not like that. Not a complete blank slate. I've got a couple swords I'd like to get from there. But yeah. It it, it really is hard to come to terms with the fact that I might not make get. With the unit. Which of course. To me would go on the failure list. Which just you know. Points to me being a failure. I really didn't plan on being homeless. For eight years. I figured. Maybe a year. Maybe two. You know. Kind of get. Get a feel for who I was. Except I've never figured out who I am. People are like, oh, I wish I had your life. No, you don't. If you wanted my life, you would have done it. You would have been like, oh, she did it. I see people saying, oh, I'm going to get an RV and I'm going to live in it and I'm going to do this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, go right for it. If you have money coming in, yeah, you can do it. You're privileged. But when you have to rely completely on other people to support you, whether it's buying the stuff that you're offering, and it's always the same people buying because you can't seem to get anywhere else. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm broken. I'm broke for the most part because right now every single cent unless I'm gonna ship something every single cent is going towards my storage unit I did use like $30 to get propane because I ran out I don't have to have propane because I have to be able to eat and sort of keep the uh, chill out. As it is, I need to get the ladder out again, and restaple the plastic down again, before the next storm comes through. Just to stay dry. And then, the other night, I go to get in my bed, and I hear a crack. Which to me says that the board that my bed is has broken. And probably the only reason that it's not a complete V is where my bed is is where the water tank is. So I'm pretty sure the water tank is supporting my weight. But I haven't um, taken all the blankets off yet to get to that point because what's the point? I don't have any way to replace that wood right now. And I really don't know what else to make. I'm offering uh, a raffle on Facebook, and one person is buying tickets. One person. And they're a dollar a ticket. You would think that would be easy. No. So on Sunday, unless the next two days somebody buys tickets, I'll be announcing that they're the winner and shipping it off on Monday or Tuesday, depending on when C decides to go to town. So yeah, there's that. Oh, and I got the solar panel finally from Timu. And I had really hoped that I'd be able to charge the Yeti with it. No. I'm not even sure it can charge the phone. It's got USB ports and it says it works. But I had my phone on it because it was completely dead. For about 4 hours. You know how much charge I had in my phone? Zero. So there's that. I mean it says it's a 100 watt. Uh, solar panel. It's just the plug is. Not the right way. And I have to get an adapter for that. To adapt it into something else. So I can possibly charge my Yeti. So there's that. Like I said, right now, my focus is on the storage unit in Pennsylvania and yeah and it's not looking good, and I do have somebody that's willing to go to the unit. I found my keys. I was looking for something else and I found the keys I had a pretty good idea where they were and they were there so but they have a Volkswagen bug so they can't take a lot of my stuff and the unit's full and I wouldn't I don't know how I packed it so they would have to take everything out and put it all back and, and just to get to things and it's like I'd like, I just want to save it and be able to go, you know, in the summer and say, okay, this and this and this and this. And then somebody else is like, you can store it in my garage until whenever. No charge. One's three hours away and the other one I think is six hours away. So there's that. Although I think I might have found a way around the... ID issue that I was having because my social security card doesn't match my birth certificate because I've been married. And I don't have my divorce papers. What I do have is my school transit uh transcripts or my loan application or whatever. And it has my father's name, which is My maiden name. So maybe that'll work. Probably not. But I can hope. Well, this wasn't as long as I thought it was going to be. Um, Since I don't want to be crying on it as much as I've been crying. And the crying is just out of pure anger and frustration and being hopeless so i'm going to publish this after i do the card and hope for the best on you know saving the storage unit so i don't know in this next coming week i think the weather is supposed to be bad so there may or may not be a podcast episode so i will Talk to you soon. Rogue out. For those that don't know, I'm a huge fan of Colette Baron-Reed, and at this moment I have five of her many decks. The last few seasons, I've used a deck a month, but this season I've decided to use whatever deck is speaking to me at the time. This also means questions are changing as well. As my word for this year is improvement, the questions will involve that word as well. Also, I read from the book as I'm not 100% confident in my intuition as of yet. If you don't believe, then just skip this part. And for those that stay, take what resonates with you and leave what doesn't. With that said, onto the card. I'm using Colette Baron-Reed's The Enchanted Map. And the question is, what is the next right action that will help my audience progress in their path? And the card drawn is magic prayer in reverse and that is number 32. reverse cards are not considered bad according to colette it's just meaning the universe is giving you an extra hug so let's see here and this is what it has to say self-will that goes unchecked can bring difficulties reversed the magic prayer card is a sign that you Mistakenly believe that your way is the only one. Could the path you're on be leading you to a place of regret, or could you be pursuing something that just isn't good for you? If so, you may be facing a painful lesson, and a lonely one too. Perhaps it's time to pray and meditate on your highest good, and the highest good of all. Spirit may have other plans for you. Be assured, they will be better than any you could ever dream up. Which I find interesting considering a lot of things That have been going on with my life lately So um, Let me know what you think about that This is a new part Because my other ones My other episodes do not have The FCC um, Which is basically Letting you know that if I Talk about any products, services Places or things Whether or not I'm being um, Sponsored or compensated for them in any kind of form, um, all opinions on anything that I talk about are my own, are mine alone, and are not influenced by anybody, sponsorship, or funding. And always will be if I'm giving a pro- given a product, and I don't like it, whether that company has sponsored me or not, does not mean I'm going to give them a glowing review. If I don't like the product, I'm going to tell you, in my opinion, this is this. Um, So if you want to sponsor me, any companies out there, please be aware of, I will not make my reviews to put your product in a good light. If it's not something I enjoy, Um, I will give pros and cons so that while it may not be something I like, it might be something somebody else likes. Um, I will, this episode does not have the 60 second pitch for a product. I just, nothing really was overwhelming one way or the other to me this week. And I've been kind of lazy. So there's that. But this is to notify you that while I've talked about some people um I w- they don't even know I've talked about them so and there's that um, a lot of times if I do talk about a product or something like that um, it's before anybody knows about it me doing it and then I will tag them afterwards thank you for listening to this episode of living from the bottom to the top I welcome comments suggestions for helpful advice on improvement of this podcast. The only thing I do ask is that you be respectful and not leave hateful comments, suggestions, or negativity. I do not tolerate hate and I will delete it without notification or discussion. We can have a difference in opinion and for the most part there is a difference between the two, between opinion and uh, straight up hate. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode or found something interesting about it. I do ask that you share with everyone you can think of, no matter your relationship with them, whether you're friends or enemies, strangers, or you just think it should be shared. I do earn a few pennies from the Anchor app for each listen. And who knows, I might actually end up with a sponsor, (laughs) which would be amazing. Artwork from, for Living from the Bottom to the Top is by Nikki. Her link is in the description of this episode. Anyone that I have talked about, I have put links on my copay page in the description of the episode. And until next time, Rogue out.